0: I'm Susan Rose. I'm
3: Brian Mazurowski. Outside right now, it is uh, still sticky out there. Very humid. 72 degrees in Buffalo.
0: Republican candidate for governor, Lee Zeldin. The congressman attacked during a campaign stop near Rochester Thursday.
3: Zeldin speaking during an outdoor event in Fairport when a man walked on stage wrestling Zeldin to the ground. State Assemblymember Marjorie Burns describing what she saw.
0: He was armed with metal knuckles and the metal knuckles had attached to it. Uh, knives that were shaped like cat's ears.
3: The man tackled to the ground, taken into custody, Zeldin uninjured, continuing his speech, thanking those who jumped in to help him. Simply grabbing his wrist until all of these great men and women who got here very quickly. Uh, so they were
2: able to secure him before he was able to do anything with that, uh, that weapon. Had on his, uh, on his,
3: his opponent in November, Governor Kathy Hochul, tweeting last night saying she was relieved to hear that Congressman Seldon was not injured, that the suspect is in custody. I condemn this violent behavior in the strongest terms possible. It has no place in New York.
0: In Rochester, two police officers were shot last night, one of them fatally. Channel 13 in Rochester reporting the shooting happened around 9.15 last night in the northeast part of the city. Investigators say a man approached the officers and opened fire. The condition of the second officer injured is unknown this morning. A woman was also shot during the incident and was treated at the scene.
3: Difficult discussions in the city of Buffalo, where the decision making process on how to distribute the nearly four and a half million dollars raised for the survivors of the top shooting is ongoing. WBEN's Brayton Wilson. Was at a meeting yesterday where survivors were able to voice their concerns.
2: As the steering committee for the Buffalo Five Fourteen Survivors Fund gets sent to begin finalizing their protocol for distributing funds raised for the victims' families and other survivors of the May fourteenth attack, it was the public's opportunity to voice their concerns about the draft protocol released
0: last month. I do appreciate you thought about it for once I've never Felt like nobody cared about the outside thing that like really happens to people after the fact, all the cameras are gone, all the phone calls stop, everything stops. I'm still sitting at my mother-in-law's house at the end of the day, lost my dream job. It's just something that everybody needs to think about sometimes. Like I just appreciate your organization and the people sitting behind you and everybody that was involved.
2: That was Julie Harwell, one of the survivors of the TOPS mass shooting on Jefferson Avenue. Thursday night was a public town hall meeting at City Honors School where the steering committee went over and explained the protocol in detail and then fielded commentary from a number of different people in attendance. A number of those people that spoke raised questions about such topics as the application process to Receive funds as well as their eligibility for receiving funds and concerns regarding the distribution of money for the survivors of the mass shooting. Paul Vukulic is one of the co-chairs of the steering committee, and he says as the committee continues to sort everything out with the Survivors Fund, he asks those directly affected to trust the process.
4: I know it's taken longer than people want, but people have to understand that probably over $5 million will be donated by the time everything's said and done. This money's been gifted, and we want to be good stewards of the money that's been donated and certainly get it in the right hands.
2: More from Thursday night's town hall meeting is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News.
0: Brayton, thank you for that. There may be movement on a community benefits agreement to be included in the deal to build a new stadium for the Buffalo Bills, but Don't expect to hear about it until it's done. WBN's Max Ferry with more on what we've learned.
1: Erie County Executive Mark Poloncars is asking Erie County legislators of the Community Benefits Agreement Committee for the new Bill Stadium deal to sign a non-disclosure agreement. During a Erie County legislative session on Thursday, acting Erie County attorney and member of the committee, Jeremy Toth, sat before the legislators to answer an intense line of questioning regarding the non-disclosure.
4: To maintain a level of confidence, in a very complicated and what will likely be a difficult negotiation. A non-disclosure agreement quite frankly is, is pretty typical and it was agreed by the county executive and Mr. Jones that that was the best way to go forward.
1: This NDA agreement is not mandatory, but legislator April Baskin is ready to sign if it means moving forward in this now delayed process.
0: I intend on getting on a train that is moving forward to negotiate benefits for the community at large. And so if there are uh, things that have to be signed with respect to the business deal, that is the overall stadium deal, I'm willing to sign it so that I can fight for benefits for our community.
1: The deadline for this agreement is September 1st. More coverage on this stadium deal is made available to you on our website. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News.
3: We are asking you a Twitter poll uh, this morning. At WBEN, if you think there should be an NDA associated with that community benefits Excuse me. Agreement. you. (laughs) You can let us know yes or no at WBEN on Twitter.
0: The historic heat gripping the nation continues today 90s up and down the east
1: coast
2: uh, heat warnings ac- across the mid-south and that unrelenting heat across parts of, of the southwest and back to the i-95 quarter that heat wave that could be a week long in some spots mid to upper 90s saturday and sunday right through the weekend
0: and we're lucky around here mid 80s this weekend not talking 90s or even triple digits still just
3: uh but it's I, as i was driving in i'm just thinking this is uncomfortable you have yeah. to have the air on in the car, or else it's just right. like, it's not you know really hot or anything, but you just have that feeling like, Ugh, yeah, it's it's a little too takes much. takes away the stickiness. Yeah, uh, and uh, sticky is I think the best word mm-hmm. to describe this morning so far. The president working from the White House today after testing positive from COVID.
4: I'm doing well. I'm getting a lot of work done.
2: Recording this video from the White House, President Joe Biden says he's doing great and keeping busy as he recovers from COVID.
4: Thanks for your concern and keep the faith. It's going to be okay.
2: The White House says Biden tested positive yesterday after going to bed Wednesday night, feeling fine, but not sleeping well. Biden's physician did update the president's symptoms in a statement, writing he's experiencing runny nose and fatigue
0: with an occasional dry cough.
3: All right. The president testing positive for COVID. More on that throughout the morning here on WBEN.
0: Bills open training camp for all players Sunday, with excitement sky high for the season. Eric Enholm of NFL.com summing up the overall opinion analysis that they have of Buffalo this year.
4: You know, I'm excited to see what Gabriel Davis can do, and whether that offensive line has fully solidified, and everything's kind of come together. You know, the running back situation's added more talent now, and. You know, there's so much to like about how fertile this offense could be. I mean, there there really are very few pitfalls other than Dorsey being over his head, or you know maybe Allen trying to change too much and not run and throw more than you know. He's great as that dual threat, but obviously he's a thrower first. And I don't know. I, I mean, it, it's hard to find ways for this thing to go off the rails pretty badly. I would say.
0: Wow, great to hear. First practice, Sunday morning, 945 St. John Fisher in Rochester.
3: I mean, uh, excitement sky high and expectations are too for the Bills. We'll be talking with Sal Capaccio later on this morning. A little bit more about the Bills season, opening up training camp. Always an interesting time of year. And the Erie County Sheriff's Office will be talking with the sheriff later as well. They're announcing their traffic information uh, patterns for the Garth Brooks concert at the stadium this Saturday. Concert scheduled to take place at 7. Stadium lots open at 5. Traffic patterns set to be similar to the pa- uh, patterns for Bills games. Abbott Road in front of the stadium will close at 4 o'clock. Remain closed until after the concert. Drivers asked not to park on shoulders of roadways nearby for pedestrian
0: safety. All right, it's going to be busy in Orchard Park Saturday night. Your exclusive WBEN
2: 7 weather forecast calls for partly sunny skies, another warm day. Temperatures will be in the low to mid 80s. A couple of showers will pop up this morning south of Buffalo. Then this afternoon, we have a chance for an isolated shower storm, especially north and south of the city. Tonight, partly cloudy, mild, and muggy. Overnight lows in the upper 60s. Mostly sunny and warm on Saturday. Highs mid to upper 80s. Slight chance for late day shower storm, especially well south of Buffalo. Sunday, showers and storms likely with highs in the mid 80s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ehrman
3: Joining us on the line, Erie County Sheriff John Garcia. Um, we're going to be talking about the uh, traffic changes, some of, uh, you know, getting reacquainted with the stadium for tomorrow's Garth Brooks concert. But uh, Sheriff, I-, I want to talk with you first just a little bit about what happened last night in Rochester two officers shot in the city of rochester one of them uh we're just learning has uh, died a 29 year veteran of the force anthony mazurkowicz uh i would imagine um you all of the deputies you work with are thinking about rochester now and uh, going to show the dangers of working on the force
4: yes um, absolutely uh the dangers of working on the force. Um, you know, we, we, we kind of put those aside and we talk about all the other issues that are going on, but, uh, we are absolutely heartbroken here at the Erie County Sheriff's office and our prayers are with the, uh, Rochester uh, police department and our brothers and sisters in blue. It's just, um, uh, absolutely heartbreaking. And, uh, uh, there's no words to express the uh, the sorrow that we're feeling today. It is
0: a, a brotherhood, a sisterhood with law enforcement and uh, definitely reverberating around here this morning. Uh, Sheriff, on the Garth Brooks concert, it's the first time that Garth Brooks is back in Buffalo in seven years. And we, when he was last here, he was at KeyBank Center for several nights. But this is a stadium tour, and it's at Highmark Stadium. Concerts are different from Bill's games, right? with a lot of different people attending that aren't really familiar with traffic patterns around the stadium?
4: That's a very, very good point. And um, there's a lot of, you know, um, people that are unfamiliar with the the traffic patterns. There's uh, people coming in from out of town to uh, see Garth Brooks. So I just ask that um, everyone attending is patient and courteous to uh, other drivers and uh, just take a little extra time before you leave the house uh, you know, check um, the maps of the Highmark Stadium before you go and try to locate the best slot and then also the, the best gate to enter uh, for your seat. But again, just be courteous to other drivers and have a great time.
3: Is it similar to the setup you have on, on a Bills game day? What's going to happen here uh, in terms of road closures and where people can and can't go?
4: Um, absolutely. Uh, the uh, traffic patterns are going to be exactly the same as those for the the Bills games. Um, Abbott Road, um, the section of Abbott Road that runs right in front of the stadium that goes north and southbound, um, they're, that's going to close at 4 p.m. So if, if you're going to park in the camper lot or in the bus and limo lot, they're going to be accessible from 28. And then uh, the lots uh, 4 and 6 that are also on Abbott, they're going to be accessible from – um, route 20. So that Abbott Road, the the portion that runs north and south in front of the stadium, uh, that's going to remain closed until after the concert. Um, and then other than that, um, uh, Route 28, which is uh, Big Tree Road, that's going to close uh, shortly um, um, before the uh, conclusion of the, the concert. And uh, So it's going to be a two-lane, one- way traffic headed eastbound so vehicles west of the field house drive uh, they can only travel westbound and you know many of the people that attend the bills games they're very familiar with this so again um, those that are going there for the first time give yourself a little extra time and when you're leaving the stadium it, you know you have thousands of people that are going to leave the stadium at the same time so if you want to take a little extra time in the lot uh, let the traffic clear, and then uh, get on the road. But, you know, our deputies are going to be out there. Uh, they're going to be visible. Uh, please be careful. Um, when when driving, there's going to be, uh, as you know, there's going to be pedestrians that are walking on the roadway. And I just urge everybody to be cautious, courteous, and have a, a great time.
0: Yeah, should people be prepared for delays just because... You know, before and after the concert, everyone's are going to be pretty much arriving at the same time and trying to leave at the same time.
4: Very well said. Everybody arrives and leaves at the same time. So, um, know you're going to be in a little bit of traffic. Um, that part, we, we really can't do much about. It's a great problem that, you know, we're, we're attending concerts again. And Gareth Brooks, like you said, he was at Key Bank. Now he's going to fill up Highmark Stadium. It's a It's a huge concert. It's a beautiful day, and uh, you know, just uh, just be patient with um, your fellow concert go- goers and um, and be courteous. But know that you're going to have some delays. Obviously, you got tens of thousands of people arriving at the game at the same time and then leaving at the same
3: time. What can you share in terms of how, if at all, the security picture changes? after the attack, not just, uh, of course, here in Buffalo, but some of the similar shootings all around the country. We know, you know, there was obviously a very visible security presence at all stadium events before this. Does it change at all now?
4: Well, you know, I, I've attended a, uh, a good amount of festivals in, in the past couple of weeks uh, in the city of Buffalo and uh, in the suburban areas. And the Erie County Sheriff's Office, along with the local police departments, um, we've had um, a good amount of visible police presence. And people have come up to me and thanked me. And, uh, you know, people are scared. Um, and and that was the uh, intent of this uh, uh, individual that came to Buffalo to uh, massacre people because of only because of the color of their skin. And uh, people are, you know, hesitant. But... I could tell you this: the Erie County Sheriff's Office and uh, the Bills organization. Uh, we've. This is the largest undertaking of any security event in New York State. As you know, the the Giants and the Jets they play in New Jersey, so we're well versed in uh, providing security to seventy thousand plus fans for a Bills game, and we'll be prepared today. Uh, this is the. The um, opening of the uh, season, let's say, we have Gareth Brooks, a couple concerts in August, and then uh, we go right into the preseason games and then the regular season games and hopefully the AFC championship game uh, come next year. But we're well prepared and uh, our deputies are well trained and and ready to serve and protect everyone coming to uh, the uh, concerts and and the football games.
0: Love the optimism there with the playoffs. Um, Will you have the same number of deputies working, you know, for this concert, for the upcoming uh, events at the stadium as you have previously, or have these recent events made you increase that number? Uh,
4: When when I came into office, um, I I felt that we were uh, short on the amount of deputies that were working the games. And um, we've had... um, a couple of training classes, and actually have um, increased the number of deputies that will be working the games this year. Um, I, I have to tell you, the uh, th- the fans were very well behaved last year. Uh, probably the smallest amount of incidents um, in 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 the history, and you know a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, people being very courteous. But it doesn't hurt when you're winning either. So people are a lot happier when, when the bills are, are doing well. Uh, at the end of last year, uh, during the new England Patriots game, I had a mandate um, uh, our, our people to work the game. That's how short staff we were. But of course that was because um, a lot of the deputies had um, uh, COVID. And uh, so there were those issues. So hopefully this year we're out of the woods with COVID and um, you know, We'll be uh, cheering uh, the Bills on and having a parade, a Super Bowl parade, uh, sometime in February.
3: That's the hope. Hey, uh, thanks so much for joining us, Erie County Sheriff John
2: Garcia. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours